If the love doesn't feel like nine days, nine days on me, Shan, how we say, I don't want it. how we say, I don't want it. If the love doesn't feel like nine days, nine days on me, Byron, how we say, how we say, I don't want it. Shan, Welcome to 90s R&B University, educating the miseducated on all things 90s rhythm and blues. It's your boy, B the Professor, and you know I'm here with the original Black Mermaid. Stand everybody up firstly. Part of your world. What's going on? What's going on, Shan? Hey, hey, hey. Can you tell I just saw Little Mermaid like yesterday? I, I haven't seen it yet. Don't tell me about it. I have not seen it yet. Don't watch the cartoon. That's a spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> but I've been hearing great things. I've been hearing lots of great things. Yeah, I won't even try it. I need to go see it again. If, that's, if that tells yeah, you anything. If that tells you anything. It was that good. I'm not saying nothing. It was all right. That's all I'm going to tell you. It was all right. <laughs> no, but what I've been hearing, it's like they say it's the best live action um, yet that Disney has put out. So that's When you see it, there. then we will have a conversation. Yeah. Okay. All right. But um, it is turning out to be the year of Halle Bailey, right? Because mm. the Color Purple trailer also dropped, like, recently. Yes, it did. Yeah. And she was all over that. Um, I'm a little concerned because they haven't shown me Sierra yet, and y'all know. <laughs> she gonna have I'm, I'm just a waiting to be upset. <laughs> I don't. You gonna run at the end and be done. That's all you gonna get. So just a little bit right there. I was I was bracing myself with the trailer. Like I hope I don't see a back bend or something. Because <laughs> you saw everybody else in the trailer, but you didn't right. see her. Is she you still know. in it? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I wonder. I wonder. Well, I haven't heard we... any news that has been replaced, <laughs> though. I would assume that she's still in the show. That's yeah, the show. yeah, but we we gonna see. I'm gonna be there Christmas Day. People are excited. <laughs> They're excited. I am. Get your purple outfits ready because we going to the movies. Say. I don't know how, how I feel about it just yet because I'm not gonna lie. I think I've only seen like the original Color Purple only maybe twice in my lifetime because that movie was a lot in itself. Uh oh. So I don't know if I'm if I'm wanting to see this one well this one is based on the the musical right that was on broadway so it's a little okay. little lighter a little lighter, okay. a little lighter. i mean same heavy topic right but yeah, you know yeah. at least you get some more songs thrown up in there <laughs> yeah yeah and of course you know the the cast alone is just like yeah, yeah go see stellar, so. go see fantasia go, go see Taraji. yeah yeah um, so a bold new take on the story. So definitely check it out. You know, and what was great about the the musical, because I've seen it God knows how many times, is that they really pulled a lot from the book that was different from the movie. So, so, so do yourself a favor, check that it out. That gives me a little bit more hope. Check it gives me a little bit yeah, more Yeah, yeah. Excited. Um, so the Black Music Honors uh, filmed like a week and a half ago. And I'm excited. And it's coming on this weekend. That's right. That's right. I don't know what channel bounce is, no bounce. but <laughs> whatever your bounce, your bounce channel is. <laughs> Check your local listings for bounce, local TV. bounce. I don't know if I have it. I, I pray I do. 
<laughs> but um, we got to see a really cool picture that uh, of Missy being honored, and she had a uh, two girls with a tweet and Nicole Ray, Lady Ray, yes, standing beside her. So I can't wait to see what they performed. Um, did you see? <laughs> Finish my second. Did you see? That that that. You're talking about Leandria Johnson. <laughs> I already knew it. I already knew it. I saw it, and I saw where Lil Mo had to come in and and do it. What she do? What needed I love to be done. Was ready. Completely ready. Lil Mo's always ready. There's never and been perfect a voice. Lil Mo was not ready. So, you know, things happen. Things happen. But why they had Leandria up there singing "Free Yourself"? <sighs> It, the song was not meant for her to sing in that moment, you know. It wasn't meant for her to sing in that moment. I say, stick to what you know best, and yeah, it was not yeah. your ministry. No, no, but ministry. Yeah, but you have one job: learn the words to the song. That's all you had to do. And I'm not gonna lie; like, who does not know the lyrics of "Free"? I'm, I'm like, just saying. Such I an mean, iconic song. So, if you gonna accept. If there's any Fantasia song you should know, it's yeah, that it's, one. it's free yourself. <laughs> if you don't free want me, then don't talk to me. Those are only two. That you That's right it. There. If you don't know those two in the in the catalog, <laughs> I can't help you. <laughs> Bring in little mo. Oh, so it's gonna be interesting Man. to see how they edit that. <laughs> I just want them to change the people in the middle of the line. That's what I want. I want that kind of shoddy editing. <laughs> Had to do the retake like three times before they switched it out to Lil Mo. So what they could do is like act like Lil Mo was always trying to do the yeah, second verse you know, and like she walk on with applause and, and stuff. Yeah. You know, she goes and do what she has to do. But that was and then Leandria like, just vanished. You know, <laughs> it's like where's Leandria? Stage left. There you go. Exactly. <laughs> oh, but and you had one job, baby. But uh, the other other honorees are SWV. I'm excited about oh, that. Man. Evelyn Champagne. You know I love some yes. Evelyn Champagne. Yes, <laughs> Jeffrey Osborne. <laughs> and the Hawkins family. See, why, why wasn't she there for the Hawkins family? You know, that would have made more sense. <laughs> she could have been going up beyond them. Hey, I called on somebody else to do it. Yeah, but look, I got to call um, whoever wrong who bounce. Kathy Hughes. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Kathy. No, it, no. Kathy. It, it might be a Kathy joint. Oh, no. <laughs> we don't know. We don't know. We, we don't know. No one knows. But everybody, <laughs> please check in. Uh, watch the show this Saturday, June 3rd. Um, bounce near you. <laughs> 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 yeah, but I think it's probably gonna, yeah, it's probably gonna be on. That's easy how I see the show as I see it on YouTube, like the clips, mm-hmm. you know. So yeah, and may, yeah, maybe TV One will bring it on. I don't know. They might. They might. So I'm I'm surprised, Shan, that you are well enough to be mm-hmm. on the show today mm-hmm. because I heard about Luke James. <laughs> 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 I can't tell you how many DMs I received about the Luke James news. (laughs) I saw it. I was like, what? What? What is going on here? My heart was broken. (sighs) And then everybody was just flooding me like, did you see Luke James? Because they already know. Yes, it is true. Congratulations to Luke James and baby mama, Sunny. I don't know much 
I don't know much about her. I Keep your eyes on the prize. But I heard she's a very nice girl. So, <laughs> you know, um, yeah. I, th- I was looking to see if you were at the part of the shower was all run up and <laughs> trash the place. No, you know, I keep it classy around these. Parts. You do, you do, so you I do. Just gotta let it go. But I immediately thought of you when I saw that. <laughs> you and everybody else. <laughs> but no, we still love Luke. We still love Luke. Yeah, we do, we do. And, yeah. And speaking of another crooner that we love, um, Coming this fall, John Legend is bringing an evening with John Legend um, over to the East Coast. It's going to be a series of special engagement, intimate concerts around town. He's doing two nights in my area in New York City. Um, and check check his calendar because, uh, you know, he just hit, I think, two billion streams on all of me on um, Spotify. Wow. Yeah, people loving That's the amazing. song. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, check out the EGOT that is John Legend. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Um, <laughs> I, I was I was laughing because, uh, you know, we got some more doctors in the world. <laughs> <laughs> more from Harvard. Is it reported Dr. Usher Raymond the fourth mm-hmm. uh, recently, but now we got some new doctors in the house. Um, Anthony Hamilton received an honorary doctorate from Johnson C. Smith University in Charlotte, North Carolina, okay. right. his director of fine arts degree. Okay. So congratulations to Dr. Anthony Hamilton. <laughs> 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 so I'm gonna get through this. And congratulations also to uh Tamia is it Hill hey. Washington Tamia Washington Hill Hill Tamia Hill. He was awarded an honorary doctorate of music degree from Morris Brown College in Atlanta. So um Okay. Yeah, Dr. Tamia. <laughs> Dr. Okay. Anthony Hamilton. I need to make a song because I need to get a doctor real quick. <laughs> Who are you tell me? <laughs> you are talking about Charlene. We're going to give you an honorary doctorate at Naughty's RB University. Come on, come on. Please, somebody. Harvard. Call me. Dr. B. Dr. B. Y'all got him. Y'all got him to spare. Everybody got Everybody got a Harvard degree, but <laughs> why not me? <laughs> so um, Juneteenth is coming up around the corner, mm-hmm. uh, June 19th. And um, the second annual Juneteenth, a global celebration for freedom, um, mm-hmm. is going to be taking place in L.A. at the Greek Theater. And um, the lineup is cool. It's going to be Coyle Ray, players too, um, okay. DeVito, Jodeci, mm-hmm. Kirk Franklin, Miguel, and SWV. None says Juneteenth like Jodeci. <laughs> but what's cool is that this concert is actually going to air on CNN. Like, that's... Oh, wow. Nothing that I, I think that Jodeci would be on CNN. But here we are in 2023. Uh, so check that out. If you don't have any festivities going on in your, your area, um, feel free to check that out the evening of well, Juneteenth. I just have a bone to pick with Kirk Franklin in these genuine moves that he was doing that I saw on this video. We gyrating the bruises. <laughs> no, but people really hit the GY with the bobblehead. I was like, what is going on right now? You do. Sometimes you just feel it. Whoop, whoop. Yeah, I can get with the Millie, but the... Yeah. So, we we, we can't be moves. here. 
we have no business talking about Kirk Franklin, but we act up when revolution come on. So we ain't. This is true. We might pull up the tape. <laughs> You're so right. But I just want to know what song warranted these moves. Like, what, what song? It, it was a melody from heaven. Something about the nation. <laughs> he was going in. Something. Yeah. yeah. He, was, he was getting it. He was getting it in. Getting the B rolls and rolls and gliding across the stage. And but you know, head. it's a. It's a it's a new day. I mean, Kirk has the dating show with his wife right now on TV One, which yes. cringe a little bit with that as well. But you know, it is what it is. <laughs> you know, God is everywhere. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Oh man. Oh, that was too funny. For the rest of the show on Juneteenth, I'll tell you that. <laughs> I can't wait to see what he does for Juneteenth. <laughs> yeah. Breaking down all the stops. Exactly, exactly. All right, let's get into these R and birthdays. Which we have Kanye West celebrating a birthday this week. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm just baffled. I'm just baffled. So, but it's a that's a different episode. I'm just baffled. So go ahead. Moving <laughs> on. Heavenly birthday to Prince. Oh, yes. The best to ever do yes. It. Come on. Well, you're purple. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. The best. Ace Evans is celebrating her birthday this week. Mm. Mm-hmm. Love her. Love her. Albie Shore is also celebrating a birthday mm-hmm. this week. Nice. Nice. El DeBarge. Oh. Come on, Eldra. The one that's always staying in the news lately, Brian McKnight is going to be celebrating a birthday. <laughs> Got <laughs> all the kids coming. Only a select few were invited. <laughs> Which Brian is coming? Because he named three Brian McKnight. He's a little Brian. He's a little, little, little Brian. I think Brian. Little, okay. little Brian. Brian the that's second, crazy. Second, second. That's crazy. The erasure that's going on <laughs> is wild to me. Coming, oh, uh, man, is <laughs> celebrating the birthday. Yes. Leave me there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Damien Hall is also celebrating a birthday this week. Ooh. You're okay. right on tour. Yes. And then also mm-hmm. Maxi Priest. Hey. You know, we yeah. love Maxi Priest around here. We don't talk nothing about Maxi. <laughs> celebrating <laughs> the birthday as well. So happy hey. birthday. Yeah, that's a lot of people. There's a lot of birthdays. A lot of birthdays. birthdays. Yes, yeah, tis the season. Yeah, come on. What's nine months from back? Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> still you know what it was. You know why. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was, it was like on the brink of cuffing season, right? Because it's a little, mm-hmm. it's, <laughs> getting a little chilly out. That <laughs> makes sense. Makes sense. <laughs> I mean, well, happy birthday to all of those amazing artists and folks. Uh, all right. It is my favorite part of the show. It is time for our anniversaries. Right now. I had to take it up. You did take it up. You did take it up. 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 Take Black Shamari DeVoe, um, mm. the debut album from Black dropped on the 1st of June in 1999. Also on that day, we uh, received Jennifer Lopez's 
uh, debut album on the six. Mm-hmm. If you had my love and my favorite waiting for tonight. <laughs> <laughs> what was it again? What was that song? Waiting for tonight. <laughs> That's a jam. Sorry, which I didn't know was a cover. By the way, I felt so deceived. Mm-hmm. Deceived. Anyway, Ja Rule dropped Benny Benny Beachy mm-hmm. on the same day. These two were just born to make music together. Thanks, <laughs> Lady. Uh, back in 1992, on the 2nd of June, Mariah Carey dropped her Unplugged with that amazing I'll Be mm. There cover. Uh, yes. And yes, this is the week of Donald Jones. So in 1996, on the 4th of June, he dropped his debut, My Heart. And in mm. 2002, on the same day, June 6th, he dropped Life Goes On. This is just his favorite date, clearly. <laughs> so both amazing bookends. Um Foxy Brown, you know, I'm broken all day. She dropped yeah. Broken Silence on the 5th of June in 2001. Mm. And also that day, we got Songs in A Minor by Alicia Keys. And let me tell you, all the other CDs took a backseat. <laughs> <laughs> the way that Everybody I played that, you know. Uh, and then finally, 1998, Brandy released her sophomore album, Never Say Never. Mm-hmm. Whew. Stay tuned, everybody, for if you looking for something to do to celebrate that album on the day of the release, please tune in to our girl, Chassie Buckley, who is yes. going to be having a conversation with JR, our brother from R&B Reps, um, over on Twitch. So definitely mm-hmm. check out that conversation where they break the album down, because those two be known like me, never known before. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my hobby if you're looking for me on the mm-hmm. night. <laughs> and that's our album mercy. So go back, listen to all of my. I just bought this album on vinyl, by the way. So um, looking right. forward to spinning that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Are you ready to get into the topic for today? I am. Oh, I'm so ready. Ready to be messy today. <laughs> you messy, yeah, that's the Prince Advisory. Yeah. Messy content coming up. <laughs> Today we are going to be discussing R and B beefs. R and beefs, as we R&B. call them. R and beefs, yes. You know, there's just lately, you know, What's going on? there's so much going on, and it's because I blame social media, and and mm-hmm. just there's too much exposure for the artists, right? So back in the day, there used to be a little bit of mystery. You know, you didn't know who was beefing with whom back in the day, but that. Yeah, but, you know, there's been so much discord in the headlines from, like, last month with Usher and Chris, and who knows what's going on with that. Anita Baker versus everybody. (laughs) You know, there's so much. Um, Of course, Mariah and Jennifer Lopez, the the, Mm -hmm. I don't know her, her her around the world. You know, but there was just, back in the day, there was, um, they did their best, I would say, to hide (laughs) some of the tension between the artists, but some of them fell through the cracks. (laughs) as a parent so today we are talking about those rhythm and blues feuds Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. so brace yourself some of these you may not know because they played it so well (laughs) so let's dive into it because i I already know you got the cream of the crap the first one so i'm ready who we talking about first we have on the list is aretha franklin Versus Dionne Warwick and also Miss Gladys Knight. <laughs> Basically, Aretha versus everybody. That's just anyone <laughs> who wants some um, can get some. <laughs> oh, 
Uh, so go ahead and talk about who, who you talking about first. Where, where do we begin? Where do we Let's begin? Start off with, with Dion Ward and Aretha. Okay, okay. So yeah. apparently their beef goes all the way back to the sixties. The sixties goes back to the sixties. You know, <laughs> rumor has it that they say that Aretha Franklin was never too fond of the ladies who were out around the same time that she was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, she intimidated. Shade, threw a little, threw a little side eye. Mm, beautiful gowns. <laughs> not the beautiful gals <laughs> yes so you know she she wanted to prove that she was indeed the queen you mm-hmm. know she wanted to assert her dominance assert her, her alpha legacy and she went on so far to covering Dionne Ward's smash hit I Say a Little Prayer and I love that too and I also included the backup scenes, which was Sissy Houston, which is Dionne Ward's aunt, to add extra salt on the wound. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And to throw more salt on the wound, Aretha Franklin's version became a top 10 hit on the pop and R&B charts. Uh, oh, my God. Yes. And people <laughs> were saying publicly that her version was much, was much better than the original. Ooh, well, you know, as someone whose mama played Aretha all day long, that was like, to me, that was the, the mm-hmm. standard for it, you know? <laughs> I had to find out on my own it was Dion. <laughs> you know? Because, yeah, okay, so now, so now, so now, how does, how does Patty fit into all of this madness? <sighs> so, you know, what she do? Patty LaBelle, you know, we, we love Patty. Yes, Queen of and the Divas, yes. Queen of the Divas. So apparently there was this encounter where, you know, Patty extended her hand to greet Aretha Franklin and she ignored her. This was at the White House. She avoided her yes. like the plague and continued <laughs> to walk back to the stage. Remember that. <laughs> so apparently there was this big old fight and they said Patty LaBelle got arrested because they was throwing hands. Wait, what? What? They was throwing hands. When was that? Yes. <laughs> it didn't end there, you know. It said Patty removed that wig and her earrings, and she was ready to go at it. <laughs> now, of course, later some statements came out. They're like, "Oh no, that was all, you know, that was all fake. We love each other, yada yada yada." Yeah, that's PR. That's you PR. know, but, but 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 why you get arrested, Patty? Like, what, what's up with this arrest? Like, I didn't even hear. I didn't even know about no arrest. Somebody said she got arrested. <laughs> <laughs> So then I, so I remember when, you know, we lost with the Houston and, you know, Aretha was not there at the funeral, Mm -hmm. you know, remember that. And then word on the street is that homegirl sent a fax a few years later (laughs) to Dion the fax. We all got the fax. (laughs) I remember my fax machine was working. (laughs) <laughs> a few years later just to talk about how disappointed she was mm-hmm. at the way that it was handled and how she was disrespected and not included in stuff um wild to hold on to grudge and beef that long from the 60s you said from the 60s it started in decades the 60s. and decades of snowball there comes a time where you just gotta say you know what we we all have survived we have made it i respect what you've done and you respect me and we cool but you know, yeah, I think yeah. I think that beef lasted until we lost three. That, that, <laughs> that was a long beef. Yeah, a long, long cook. <laughs> <laughs> it was a well done. Well done. 
Because <laughs> I, 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 I had nothing else since then. Like, I ain't, mm, that's a long mm. life. Mm-hmm. Yes. Good Lord. Aretha was... From the from Queens, you know, Queen, but, but you know, there can only be one on the throne, right? There can only be one, unfortunately. Ooh. <laughs> that was a that was a lot. <laughs> that was a lot. So let's you move on to class, yeah. not even need, no, 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 no. Let's move on. Let's move on. So the uh, the next one is a bit more known, and that is uh, TLC mm-hmm. versus R and B artist Pebbles. Mm-hmm. Um, those of you who saw the movie. <laughs> Uh, for crazy, sexy, cool, um, they really painted Pebbles as the devil. Can't <laughs> <laughs> anything else. Yeah, she actually ended up suing the the movie for like forty million dollars because of the way that they depicted her on that. Ooh. But it just comes down to poor, comes down to really poor, poor management. Mm-hmm. You know, they, it was a it was a bad bad deal that they got, and it's something that you know when we were talking to uh, Riff a couple of weeks ago, you know, about these young artists who are so eager and so excited to yeah. sign a contract and make it big that they aren't. They don't have people on their team to kind of comb through these things. Mm-hmm. Um, the lawyer was working for Pebbles at the time, you know what I mean? So so they're not going to point out things that put her on top, right? They're just like pointing to the exit sign here, 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 here. And they're like, okay, we're going to be big, you know? But can you imagine all the work and all the impact that TLC had in that time? And they got $50,000. They sold 11 million copies of Crazy Sexy Cool, right? And we all have done the math. Get out your calculator. <laughs> you know, we've all done the math, and it just ain't mathing. It ain't adding up. No. That they could have got just a city job and made more. That's crazy. It, and touring all over the world and impacting, influencing all of us. I, we all know I had a condom on my damn glasses growing up oh in God. school, <laughs> you know, and they were getting straight up robbed. Yeah. You know, um, and what was crazy is they ended up having to pay her, rumor, rumor, allegedly, I would say, because don't be coming a sue in 90s Army University. Um, allegedly, <laughs> they had to pay her uh, $3 million, $1 million per letter for TLC in order to retain ownership of their name. Oh, my goodness. Crazy, crazy, crazy. You know, but they were able to get out of that contract. But, you know, there was no slowing down the momentum of TLC. They came back strong with no scrubs and fan mail. And, you know, we just love those ladies so much, you know. But they had to get out of that situation because, you know, unfortunately, yeah. And it's so tough when you're a young artist. You just just think about the fame. You think about the music and the Mm -hmm. art. But you have to know the business you have to, everybody. So yeah. that, that was a lesson learned here. And that's something that, you know, we all have carried with us. <laughs> a cautionary tale in this mm-hmm. case. But that was a big beef. Big very, beef. A very big one. I wonder if they are going to dive deeper into it um, on the documentary. Yes, the documentary. Yeah. 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 A little bit deeper into that, into that R&B. They better. They better. Because I'm going to know everything. <laughs> but the ladies have been candid from the start. You know, when they accepted that Grammy Award and said, we broke. (laughs) Yes, they have. I don't know if you can get much deeper than that. Right. (laughs) (laughs) All right, who's next? Who's next? Up next, we have Adina Howard versus Brandy. 
People might not know about this now. This people might not know about this. Did you? Did you? This is juicy. Just, this is juicy. It's just questionable all, all, all the way around because then when we all know that, you know, Brandy dated Juan Yang when she was in her teens. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Side mm-hmm. eye there. <laughs> side eye. <laughs> you know, big side eye there. But apparently, you know, he was out there cheating on her with Adina Howard. He was He met the freak like me. He met he the, freak the freak like, like me. me. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to ride? Do you do? So Brandy and Adina were beefing, and it actually led, you know, to Adina's second album being shelved. Yeah. Oh yeah. It caused a lot of a lot of trouble. You know, they were on the same record label. You know, and you know, Brandy is the princess of the record company. So what you don't do is come for the princess's man. It's you know. And yeah, because of that, you know, Sylvia Rohn had to had to make some decisions and and yeah. shelve that that what was it called? Welcome to Fantasy Island record. Mm-hmm. Um, choice words about them. Yeah, has some oh, choice words. Yeah, it just came. It, that album just came out last year. Like, really <laughs> We're talking about unreleased okay. albums. It just it just <laughs> came out last year. You know, um, but but you know, I would say the kicker of that is that now everyone is saying. That the boy is mine. So here's the thing. So so here's the thing. Not only that, but Angel in Disguise Mm. is about Adina Howard. So the album kicks off. (laughs) We're like addressing this. With the shadiness. With the the shade. And you didn't know it back in 1998. You may not have known it a few minutes ago. You know what I mean? But it was such for me. It will, to me, it makes me respect the album even more for mm-hmm. like its personal nature because now that I'm listening yeah. to stuff, like, oh, I'm like, oh, oh mm-hmm. I'm like, oh snap! This is by Dina. Boys, mine is by Dina. Now you have mm-hmm. sitting top of the world where now she's kind of moved on and she's mm-hmm. with Mace. So like, it's playing out her entire relationships. <laughs> and then the song "Never Say Never," where she talks about like PhD and that and how they all have their PhDs. And that, that was like Mesa's line. So it takes this journey of like, oh, if you really knew Brandy's life, you're like, oh, she's actually telling us everything on this record. Amazing. But what a way. <laughs> That's how you do it, though. That's how you do it. Yeah, because I feel like cause Adina has such great potential. Adina, yeah. And, yeah. Really and, and uh, yeah, she did. She definitely did. And um, it's a shame. It's a shame that it had to happen that way. You know, I don't like to put blame on, you know, I love me some wine. <laughs> you know, he is the one to blame. It is him. He, he's, he's the middleman in this middle situation, man. you know. And he also had and, on, the, on the Wendy Williams show and aired out. All and aired it out. Yeah. It may have been a different story. And mm-hmm. like the people in the process. It could have been a different story, but you know, hey. Yeah, that's the, that's the way it landed. And unfortunately, uh, Brandy and Wanye did not did not make it, you know, but uh, because they should not have. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I, 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 I was rooting for them. <laughs> I am. I still to this day. You know, you, you know, you're like, you're like, what if Chili stayed with Usher? What if Brandy stayed with Wanye? That changes the course of everything, right? <laughs> so I wonder. I wonder. Yeah, right. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. 
<laughs> but yeah, so that was a beef that it, you know sure. was very, very uh, sneakily done, I would mm-hmm. say, um, and I appreciated it for sure. <laughs> I did, I did. So uh, up next, um, taking it back just a little bit on the turn of the the decades, right? Bobby Brown versus New Edition. I feel like it's just an ongoing beef, but it's <laughs> but they just know how to work so well together, right? Um, so uh, it's one of those situations where Bobby was wild. Bobby was wild oh, as he wanna be, bad as he wanna, as be, he wanna be, you, you know. And as as he became like the quote unquote bad boy of the group, like he started to act act like it you know he was showing up when he wanted to not showing up when he didn't want to yeah doing drugs all the other stuff you know just being reckless and careless and you know but but to bobby's defense because i've read like bobby's biography and you know mm-hmm. I'm, i love bobby brown he was like i always told him i wanted to go solo like that was always like even as a little kid right when he was we saw the movie when he mm-hmm. performed by himself you know he wanted to be a solo act um you know, but same time, his like personal, uh, his, his personality and just acting crazy and wild mm-hmm. was was conflicting with the group. It's hard to keep a band of brothers together, you know. And um, he he just completely they were so frustrated and angry with him, like they had to cut him out of the group, you know. So he got kicked out. Thankfully, we got Johnny because of it. Yeah, um, but now here we are, forty years later, and you know. Kicking him out like made the group stronger in a sense mm-hmm. because we get to see them all on the stage ripping it, and Thank Bobby you. can take his little breaks when he needs to. You do what you gotta do. You do what you gotta do. You do what you gotta do. We're just happy you are there, brother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is the thing, you know. And to this day, when they always they know they know how to play it, right? Because whenever they start the show, Bobby's not on the stage, and he'll just kind of walk on. Everybody loses it, <laughs> you know. Like Bobby's in. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But but he was he was the wild child. He was the bad boy of R&B, and he meant it. <laughs> yeah. Oh gee, oh gee. But they made the choice. It was very reminiscent of like David Ruffin and the Temptations. Like you got to go. You ain't nothing without David Ruffin. <laughs> yeah. But just thinking about like you know the way that they used to fight on stage and all that stuff, like it was, it was, it was wild, wild. Mm-hmm. wild. Yeah. yeah, they did not hide the beef. Not at all. Not yeah. at all. Whew. All right. So, <laughs> going into this next beef, you know, <laughs> we've talked about Anita Baker and her and the whole baby face thing. And mm-hmm. it's been coming out lately that it's just been Anita Baker versus everybody. Everybody's been coming out. Cheryl Lynn, Stephanie Bass. Everybody. Maxwell. <laughs> Everybody, no one's safe. But this particular beef involves Anita Baker and Luther Vandross. Mm, two strong personalities, okay? Two very strong personalities. <laughs> so this goes back to like 88. Back to the 80s. So apparently, you know, they were touring together in 88. They said uh-huh. that the rehearsals used to be heated, that mm. they were not seeing eye to eye. Mm-hmm. And it's a, initially it started because Anita Baker did not want to do a duet with Luther Vandross. Mm-hmm. She didn't want to do a duet with him. Yeah, yeah, and it always bothered him. 
always bothered him. She did not want to do do well with him. You know, about the time I believe she was pregnant and she was trying to explain all that good stuff to him and he he Mm -hmm. just wasn't having it. Mm-mm. And he felt like they just still need to go ahead and do this duet, you know, maybe it'll be a peace offering between the two and help, you know, help them squash the beef and all the rumors. And she was just like, no. Mm-mm. No, can't do it. Don't have the time. It was supposed to be um, I Who Have Nothing. Uh, it was yeah, supposed the, to be the song. Teens, yeah. yeah, so, you know, if you have the Power of Love album, it is on there, but ain't no one need them. <laughs> no one need them. no Web the Beef mouth. She did not. No. No, so it, so they ended up being a duet between he and uh, Martha Wash. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, now that you know that story, I would have loved to hear them do a song together. I honestly would have. But apparently, they said that the beef was so bad between their between the two of them, like that they had to have like curtains separating the two, so they could not see <laughs> each other when they walked backstage. Like they didn't have to see each other. Like somebody was who is carrying this curtain? Who is here? Y'all walking right by each other, but we can't see each other. <laughs> You know, it, it was that bad it, that the fans were put in separate sections mm-hmm. because the beef was that bad. And the beef just does not stop there. So, you know, Luther Vandross was headlining this tour when Nina Baker was one of the opening acts. But that was the tricky part, right? So, so that, I'm, I'm going to hold you right there because... If you look at, like, different articles, mm-hmm. it's, like, not clear... And I'm talking about there's like there was like a festival that took place where they both were performing, and it wasn't clear who the headliner was. So if you read one article, it's like, oh yeah, Anita Baker shut the shut the show down. You have mm-hmm. another article like Luther Vandross, oh yeah, he was the perfect headliner for the show. You know, so that tension also of the media was yeah, at yeah, play here too, mm-hmm. yeah. and building this beef up. You know, so apparently on this particular show, this Thursday night show, <laughs> where Luther was the headliner and Anita was opening for Luther, and apparently she just went in and she just shut the show down. Like she had a great range, you know. She mm-hmm. put her her, her up tempos and her ballads together. And Come Luther on, got on stage, form. you know. They said they, he gave an hour of ballads, just straight ballads. And then was like, are y'all ready to party and trying to go ahead and put in the tempos? <laughs> tired. Everybody sleep was now. sleeping, you know, everybody was like over it. So Anita <laughs> Baker was getting all of this praise that, you know, she just stole the show. She was amazing. And, you know, his thing his, was saying that he was a little bit boring because he gave you an hour of balance. Mm, mm, mm. That didn't help the beef at all. Case must have been at that show. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only reason I could think that he would say what he said. Yeah. Oh, uh, I, I feel for the audience because they have to sit there for this mm-hmm. this, 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 this battle. This Thursday show. <laughs> they say he fell behind. He he was he wasn't he wasn't giving it. Mm. Need to just get so, so I heard that I heard I heard that they um, mended their friendship mm-hmm. um, before he passed yes, in two thousand five. Yes. So you know, but that's yeah. It's time to put old stuff behind. Mm-hmm. but that's that's crazy you know you think about the two of them especially in 88 at yes. like rapture rapture <laughs> like everything every song was hit i'm surprised that he did ballads like that because i mean he had such an at that point in the career there was so much like mm-hmm. up tempo and ballads that he could give you I've seen some amazing shows around that time. Yes. You know, I think he had a point to prove, like, oh, I can sing you under, mm-hmm. under the table. Under the table. And mm-hmm. the audience wasn't having it, because after an hour, <laughs> it was ready to dip. An hour. <laughs> you imagine, I can, 
I love Dallas. Don't get me wrong. I love them, but I am. Well, Superstar alone is about 15 minutes, so. <laughs> which I love. I to say, the concert is full of ballads. Like, that's <laughs> a lot. That's a All right, well, we're going we to stay on Luther. No, <laughs> unfortunately, 88 was just the start. <laughs> <laughs> he made Anita both. Right. Because <sighs> Anita ain't had nothing on the ladies of En Vogue. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> mm. So, apparently, they affectionately called him Lucifer Bandros. <laughs> so, they toyed with Luther on the Never Let Me Go tour. Mm-hmm. And uh, they said point blank period. He didn't like us. He didn't like them. You know, there was really an issue about like their costuming that set Luther off. Like mm-hmm. apparently they were told not to wear certain colors when they performed, including um, red and mm-hmm. white, blue or black. And they were told that they could not the wear colors. Any color, like <laughs> the color, any of the primaries, colors. you can't wear them. <laughs> You know, but they also told that they um, weren't able to wear anything that would like attract like light, nothing flashy, right? So no sequins or anything like that. And you know, their girl group, this is what they do. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But you know, they were so excited about going on tour with D. Luther Vandross, so they signed the contract. But um, <laughs> Luther watched them like a hawk, like staring at them doing dress rehearsals, <laughs> making sure that the clothes didn't have any color to them. Oh, <laughs> he also was like very very serious about like do not walk across my dressing room like I do not want to see y'all across my dressing room I need to be in my space <laughs> to the point where he called the police on and vote for walking oh, across his dressing room the police came like what's going on what's the problem what's the they walked across my dressing room he wanted them to take golf carts in front of the theater and come in with the general public in their costumes, non-sequin, non-color, and walk (laughs) to the stage. (laughs) Crazy. Crazy. This is all in the biography, Luther Life and Long and Luther Vandross, everybody. So it's it's a fact. (laughs) It's a fact. And this was in Las Vegas. He wanted them to uh, drive all the way to the front. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) You know? So, um, so they, so Mark, leave it to PR, right? They ended up not continuing the tour in Vogue. Um, they, they, according to the press release, that is because Cindy was pregnant and, you know, they were leaving, you know, the show because of, because of that. But the truth is it was because <laughs> they were battling Luther Brandrops on a daily basis and insane. It, it was only two months. The tour was only two months. It wasn't even like we threw in a whole bunch of tours. They couldn't make it through with him for that long. So um, wild. Well, I can't. I mean, you know, Luther was was a sassy one. Oh, Luther, I have no words. <laughs> <laughs> Do it the absolute most. See, <laughs> imagine see that, is that M Vogue and some golf carts coming? And I saw clips from the show where they had a little secret outfits. I said, like, oh, Luther must have dragged them when they got backstage. <laughs> Made them change. <laughs> See, that was with the, the mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> See, remember Cinderella when they ripped the dress up. <laughs> 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 
I see Luther ripping the dresses. Ripping dresses. <laughs> sequin by sequin. Oh, Let's keep this train moving. Yes. All right. So the next beef that we have is Mary J. Blige versus Faith Evans. Mm, very, very mm. similar. Very similar artists, right? Mm, so very similar artists. I get it. Very I get similar it. Similar artists. Mm-hmm. So we know that you know when Mary J. came out, she was working with Puffy. Yes, they were thick as thieves, you know. Yes, that first album, you know, Mm -hmm. masterpiece, you know, came out great. Oh, yeah, and then you know, Puffy went his separate ways, went on to sign with that, you know, um, Bad Bad Boy, Boy. Mm -hmm. and enter a first lady (laughs) by the name of Faith Evans. Mm. And when Faith Mm -hmm. came out, you should there was something very familiar about her sound. (laughs) And about her style, mm-hmm. which upset Mary because you know she felt like that Puffy basically just gave her whole little her whole tone, her street, you know, her whatever, all to Faith Evans. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it was never perceived in the right way. Like I don't think like it was ever it ever fit Faith in that in that space. But because of it, you know, Mary was hurt. Her and Puff relationship, which it was it was torn, it was done with, and. It, it was just, it was a mess going on between yeah. the two. Yeah. It was just but, you crazy because yeah. Faith and Mary had worked together previously. Yeah, yeah. I mean, my life, Faith is all over my yeah. life. And yeah, yeah. So, they but for me, for me, yes, yeah, similar. But to me, Mary was always in a class of her own because Faith exactly. wasn't like dancing and stuff like no, that the way that she was. Yeah, so I, I mean... But you can't help but notice the similarities. And maybe Mary felt some kind of way because Puffy had left uptown to start his own thing. Mm-hmm. And she was, like, bound in her contract. So, um, yeah. yeah. You know, a lot of bad boy artists aren't signed to bad boy. Like, we consider Lil' Kim a bad boy artist. She not, mm-hmm. ain't never been on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yes. So, so affiliates. I mean, but then also, speaking of Lil' Kim, we all know that Mary and Lil' Kim are, like, the best of friends. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Best of friends. And we have a triangle between Faith and Biggie and Kim. Yeah. So So I'm sure that also plays like a huge part in the beef between, you know, the two of them. Yeah. That's that's your your best friend. That too. So, what if I told you that I Can Love You was a diss track? (laughs) I believe it. I definitely believe it. Mm hmm. And aimed really at Diddy for, you know, and Biggie, right? Because that that little film is all about, you know, Biggie. That verse, that verse yeah, is all about know, Biggie. Oh, but Mary really talking about how she's uh, someone he chose Faith over mm-hmm. her. You know, it gives a different layer uh, to that. Um, you know, and just the the way their relationship became estranged because of him signing Faith. Um, something that really stands out to me in this beef was when I got the Faith album and I was so excited about the duet that I saw was mm. listed on the track listing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, they're going to do Love Don't Live Anymore. Mm-hmm. I have played that song. To this day, I play that song like, where is Mary? They took Mary off. <laughs> they took the her off like six months before they, they put the off. album off. Now, this is alleged that... Um, that the manager that that mm-hmm. one of the managers called and said Mary wants her voice off the album. Mm-hmm. They called the bad boy and they said that. So so Faith just said, "Oh, so I re-recorded the record. Uh, she mm-hmm. said I wasn't I wasn't happy with it, but I did it anyway." Mary says that's not true. 
say it wasn't true. So I don't I don't know what's going on, but I know Mary wasn't there. I know she wasn't on the song, and I looked and looked and looked. I think it's on. I think you can find the version on YouTube. I'm not sure. I think but, uh, YouTube. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, but I know it's not on my CD. How about? <laughs> then it's also Biggie's funeral. Mm-hmm. Of course, mm-hmm. we all have seen the photo where you know Mary is you know consoling Kim. Consoling Kim. She, she couldn't you know she couldn't walk things mm-hmm. of that nature, and. Apparently, when she walked in, you know, she was with Kim, walked straight past Faith, didn't say any words with her, no, I'm sorry for your loss, none of that. And she said she felt some type of way. Mm -hmm. She didn't get one word. word Well, in that moment, yeah, I mean, both of them, both of them loved that, loved that man, (laughs) you know, so. But then, you know, yeah. you know, I think Faith wrote about this in her book, because she was saying that, you know, Mary was offering condolences to everybody around her, but didn't yeah. offer any to her. Mm. Mm. Interesting. Interesting. Mm. So. No, but these ladies had a lot to grow. They, they've grown a they, lot. They, they really have. have. All of them. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, but, but, you know, this is young 20-somethings fighting over mm-hmm. a man, which is, you know, the boy is mine. We, we still talk about it, <laughs> you know. <laughs> the biggie is mine. So, the biggie is mine. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, but we're glad to see that they're in the, but what I understand, that, that all of that has oh, been resolved and that they're yeah. at a different space. So, crazy, crazy, crazy. This is so much fun, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> being messy all right the next one is a small little little beef it's a, a six ounce mm-hmm. beef um <laughs> medium medium yeah. well yeah. so uh joe versus r kelly mm-hmm. i didn't really know this was a beef to be honest with you but i can see <laughs> but i can see how it would be a beef okay okay right so you know you have r kelly who is running R&B. The real king of R&B in the 90s. (laughs) The real king. Um, And here comes along this brother who can write an amazing song. Can play all the instruments for the Mm -hmm. songs. He got a bald head. (laughs) (laughs) And he is on the rise, right? Mm -hmm. From all the things your man can't do, to don't want to be a player, to then um, I want to know which sweeps uh, mainstream, yep. you know, and now he's in your territory in a lane that you were by yourself in, mm. you know, because now he's working with the pop artists. He's writing songs with Mariah and Celine and all the other crossing over in that way. So I can understand how there was beef. Now, word on the street from Joe is that R. Kelly made it very difficult for him to get mm-hmm. certain opportunities you know, and he would he would really give people an ultimatum. Like, if you're going to include Joe, like, I'm not going to be a part of this. I, I I will jeopardize this show for if, if you have Joe on here as well. Mm-mm-mm. Like, that is crazy. And Joe said, like, no man should have that, that much control, you know. But And there's never been an altercation between the two of them. But I can imagine how R. Kelly was very threatened by mm-hmm. someone who... You know, him and Brian and all them, you know, but yeah, yeah. 
Joe had this appeal where it was like street as well. He could go there as yeah. well with his collaborations and everything. Um, so I, I really do see the similarity, which I never thought about before, <laughs> before this, this episode. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah. Yeah. But that's wild. It, it, it goes back to like Aretha and Patty and uh, Dion, like being intimidated <laughs> by people, people who are like that doing your same. Yeah. yeah. And Manly and Faith. Like, you know, we're, yeah, why, she, why is she in a business suit too? Why is she in a pantsuit? <laughs> like, that's my thing. I'm blind. She got to be blind. I mean, come on. Oh, why is she blind? I'm blind. <laughs> you know? <laughs> why he bald? I'm bald. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, I get it. I get it. Oh, yeah. yeah, I understand. Okay. <laughs> So this next beef is a little two-part, a little two-part. So we're going to kick it off with Cisco versus Kyle Norman from Jagged Edge. I didn't even know this was a thing. It, it, it happened. It happened. The so, most quietest person in Jagged Edge. You know, you really don't hear too much about Kyle. But also, I mean, the only time you hear about him is when he's, like, fighting, to be honest yeah, with you. Because yeah, he's angry. Yeah, he, right. He's pretty violent. <laughs> they're, they're quiet, in, but deadly. quiet but deadly. Quiet but deadly. And there is actually footage of there I think this footage. beep was yeah, this Yeah, of Kyle Norman and uh Cisco coming to blows. So apparently this happened, I guess uh, you know, a few years or a couple months prior that, you know, Jagged Edge was on the Breakfast Club <laughs> and there was this whole elevator thing that had that thing that Jagged Edge was coming out of the elevator and Cisco was coming on and Cisco didn't speak to them. He was upset. You know, Kyle was like, I think he reached out his hand and was like, hey man, what's going on? And Cisco didn't say anything. He just kept on going. Well, that's Cisco how just coming started. in. That's how it initially started. Something, something like that. So, <laughs> fast forward a couple oh, years, you know, Cisco oh. says that they were on tour together. And, you know, he was going over to his dressing room, but the dressing room was locked. And, you know, he said he was really cool with some of the other members of Jagged Eggs. You know, Wingo in particular, Wingo was like, hey, man, yeah, you know, you can come use the restroom, do whatever you got to do in our dressing room. So Cisco goes in, does what he has, what he has to do. And then mm-hmm. apparently Kyle goes in and brings up, you know, him, the whole elevator incident. And was like, yo, this X, Y, and Z happened. You didn't shake my hand, yada, yada, yada. Cisco says that both of them were drunk. They both were intoxicated. And, you know, they came to blows over something that happened a few years prior that really should not have happened at all. And the video was a little scuffle there. Well, who was there taking videos? (laughs) (laughs) They knew something was going to go down. They were ready. They were ready. (laughs) They were. Somebody flying across the room. I don't know. But over a over a handshake. Over a handshake. Over something so A Cisco minor. handshake. A Cisco handshake. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, part two. So, what's Cisco the next? What's the next part? Usher. Cisco again? Oh, no. Cisco again. Cisco versus Usher. <laughs> so, back in about, right. like around 2001, you know, Usher, he was coming now. You know, he hadn't quite put out 8701 just yet. Yeah, this is my between, way was out. Yeah. He was on the rise. You know, he had your pop mm-hmm. call. You know, his, he was he was up and coming, up and up. Yeah, because you know everybody loves Usher. Yeah, and you know Cisco wasn't having it. You know, he was filling out with the man. He's you know he had put out only to Dragon. It was doing good. He had the thong song, all that good stuff. So he was just feeling <laughs> like he was on top. And tell him nothing. Nobody touch him. Like, Come on. You know. <laughs> 
so much so that he said that Usher is not even close. Like he he thinks he's a man, but he's not not, not close. Okay, not, he's not even in the conversation. Oh, okay, okay. okay. And this is what I'm gonna say here. So <laughs> I'm gonna let you say. It. So when during this time frame, you know that that 2000 time frame, I remember mm-hmm. distinctly. I remember there was this award show. And you know, Cisco was performing. I think it was VMA. Cisco was performing. I think Genuine had performed. Um, Usher didn't have any hits at the time, so he hadn't performed. Now, I remember mm-hmm. that there was this debate, and they were like, "Who is going to be like? Who's like the top person out of Usher, Cisco, and Genuine?" Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I do remember thinking at that time, I was like, oh, I, don't, "I don't really know." Usher's in the conversation because Cisco and Genuine, they were like doing it. Like this is like prime yeah. Genuine, prime Cisco. Like they, yeah. they were killing the game. <laughs> but with that, you know, you have to have humility. You got to be humble. Yeah. And Cisco yeah. is very cocky. And mm-hmm. things did not turn out the way that he thought that they were going to turn out because no. the song was 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 great, but then it also cost him his career as well. Mm-hmm. His shit things just shifted for him and it shifted from him fast. And then boom, here comes Usher. Hey, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Drop it. Everybody, like, oh, Usher, he done grew into these looks. He's looking all good. He got the moves. He got the six-pack going. He's always had that nice voice charm, always had that great charisma. Surpasses Cisco. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. By a landslide. Life, life, life is a funny thing, girl. Is, uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's it's an old method, right? You uh, and something that I think about when I think of, like, 50 Cent and Ja Rule, that whole mm-hmm. thing, where you kind of, like, pick on the person that you're most intimidated by. Yeah, yeah. Because they're doing, or they have the potential to take your spot, in a sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you think about that time, both of them were R&B artists who were also getting into, like, acting. So that's what Usher was doing in that time between the records, right? Because he was in, he was a Moesha, and he was mm-hmm. um, doing a lot of movies. Um, She's All That, all the stuff, you know. Yeah. yeah, I lighted up. And Cisco was in movies to Get Over It and some other stuff people didn't see. Um, duets. <laughs> yeah. Get Over It, so uh, over I'm trying to bring out other Yeah, yeah, he was, he was doing some stuff, too. Okay. You know, and UPN created Everybody thought they were actor at that point when you watched uh, most all the shows. You know, everybody <laughs> was getting into acting. Junior, I was on it. Junior, I was in the man. <laughs> <laughs> everybody had pay moment. Exactly, everybody had pay moment. He was in Honey. Everybody <laughs> <So, laughs> was riding high, being these triple threats. Mm-hmm. So in that way, you know, because I sure did get success from my way and his number one hits with that. You know, he was still in the conversation, but Definitely. what they didn't know was that he was in the lab working on like masterpieces mm-hmm. to come. <laughs> so, and internally, I'm sure the word got out about what she was doing. So, where mm-hmm. we may not have known what was coming, I'm sure that there was buzz Maybe around like, oh, JD's working with him on some stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh, he's got Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. He's got Neptune's coming. So, yeah, yeah. And he, he knew. Because he was like, let me put a verbal attack on this person. Let me try to intimidate them and get them out of it before they even start to, yeah, before they start to shine. People love Usher. Like, they love, even during that time frame, they love, they love, love, love Usher. Like I said, he's his his teen heartthrob. Yeah. You really don't hear anything bad about him. Unproblematic. Unproblematic. You know, he's doing this, he's not doing that. 
the most you've heard about Usher, even to this day, is like stuff with his relationships. Yeah. Anything exactly. beyond that, you know, he's been like a pretty much a certified good boy in the industry. Mm-hmm. Yep. And again, he didn't didn't get caught up in any fight about this whole thing. Anything, yeah. <laughs> you know, whereas if you want to pull up the cow, no, I'm not like. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so that that's the tactic there, you know, mm-hmm. uh, intimidate the person who is most likely to usurp you. <laughs> to take your spot, to take your spot, mm-hmm. and, and Usher did, and he has carried that spot for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The last um, 25 years. Yeah, yeah, it's been, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> He's carried it. This is the, yeah, you're going on year 30 of Usher, so, yes. yeah. And, yeah, and, and Cisco, he's out there. Mm-hmm. He out there. Uh, all right, he all right. Well, <laughs> you know, Cisco be out there with the Drew Hill Mass Choir. Exactly. Yeah, New Hill. <laughs> oh Lord. All right. Well, let's move on to the next beef, which mm-hmm. is something that we, uh, we 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 come to know very well. <laughs> what beef is this? Latasha Scott versus Candy Burris. Oh, goodness. So we haven't really talked about, you know, uh, two members of a group mm-hmm. beefing with each other. Um, so according to Latasha, <laughs> take that for what you want. I'll let you guys take as far as you want. Is it really poor Latasha? <laughs> according to Latasha. Someone took the money. Someone took the money. I'm still on that. Who took the money? According to Latasha, um Candy, this is this is going back to like the early days where mm-hmm. Candy always had issues with Natasha singing lead mm-hmm. on more of the group's songs. Um and apparently she would make a big fuss, get a little bit of whiny about it until she got her way. Um and that always bothered Latasha. Candy says that that wasn't true, um, you know. But there's some things that make things questionable because Candy was with Jermaine Dupree at some point, mm-hmm. and maybe getting favor of making sure her voice is on stuff is, you know, it's a fine line. It's take what you want it to be, you know, um, <laughs> you know. Um, and we've heard this watching like the unsung how, you know, because, and we all know how talented Latasha is. There's no one on this show that's going to deny her voice yeah. and the impact that she's had and, and how vital she is to escape. No one on this show is going <laughs> to deny that, you know, but she was really smelling herself back in the day where she knew she was going to go solo, you know, <laughs> she knew that was the check for her. So, you know, it, we, we've all heard how she came in one day and was like, I'm going solo, and here's what y'all can do with y'all lives. <laughs> you can do modeling candy because you got your looks. Tamika, you can have your little babies. You know, I'm going to go out and be a star. Mm. You know? And the, the way the tables have turned <laughs> is that candy was able to become a success outside of the group because of her mm-hmm. songwriting, right? Because of No Scrubbers, because of Bills, 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 because of There You Go, and the list goes on and on and on, mm-hmm. you know? And some, and they could have had success, I always feel, had they let Candy and them write for the group, but no, that's a different story, Jermaine Dupree mm-hmm. writing for them. 
you know, anyway, you know, so I always felt because Candy and because of that work that she did, Candy was given her own solo album and her own deal and Mm -hmm. the opportunities go on and on. And Candy has made herself this self-made woman who will never run away from opening a business. I don't know how many businesses she got, (laughs) you know, (laughs) but she's built this candy coated empire. And here's Latasha still kind of mad about the opportunities that uh, that she didn't get back in what would be going on 20 years 25 years ago yeah. maybe 30 that she wanted for yeah. herself that candy achieved. these are all things yeah so when mm-hmm. she sees candy there's always that that tension there of you stole what was mine just, you know what i mean that yeah yeah and it's unfortunate that we still had to see that play out um yeah. on the the recent show escape and um swb I it's hard it's hard to watch it's hard, it's hard to watch very hard to watch and you know the proof is in the numbers also with the gospel record that she put out not really selling at at all i think it's so under a thousand copies if i'm mistaken i'm not gonna lie to you yeah, yeah and it's not bad i mean the voice is there the voice is great the voice is great but now that but when you watch the show and you see how this person is moving like you really can't take their gospel yeah seriously into heart you know you someone who's not really walking in it mm-hmm. you know it is a problem for me personally and i'm sure it's a problem for other people <laughs> yeah, as well yeah. yeah that's not the way to build your career especially a gospel career mm-hmm. on anger and hatred you know you better, you got to let it go you got to let it go <laughs> let let god and let go <laughs> right so mm-hmm. it, it's wild. This is still going on. These are two grown, grown women. <laughs> but now we see Escape is moving, uh, moving as a trio right now. Yeah, um, the benefit is now we get to hear more of Tamika Scott's voice yeah, um, and, and get to awesome. experience her music. And it's been a long time coming. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. But what's you know, and me listening, I've, I've been listening to Escape quite a bit. Um, just because it's just been that time, but just yeah. to just to hear how um, Latasha and Candy complement each other so well mm-hmm. on those songs, like you know, she, one will take the first verse, one will take the second verse, and then they'll just all blow it up yeah. in the end, and it's amazing. Like for them to work so well together um, musically, and then to have this going on in the back is is really just it, it's it's really sad, really sad because yeah. they they they're meant to sing together, <laughs> you know, and. I, I I don't know when they're gonna squash beef. Um, it might it might be taken to the grave. I don't know, but hopefully not. Hopefully not. Hopefully they can they can squash things because they so. they work wow. so well together. Yeah, mm. that's my my piece on that. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna get into this last bit. We're gonna talk about this last Ooh. one together because it is iconic <laughs> beef. This the one. This the this one. The one here. And we are talking about Brandy versus Monica. Woo! This is the one. <laughs> I'm just saying. What, you know, what team are you on? What team? That was the question. That was the question. I love them both so equally. It was hard. I always had a team. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like in the beginning, I was team Brandy. And then like as time went on, you know, I became more of a team Monica and Mm-hmm. Oh, no, 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 no. I always had a team. <laughs> <laughs> ooh, 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 ooh. 
Uh, never say never. Never say <laughs> never. That <laughs> says it all right there. Yeah, yeah, no, but um, but how exciting was music at this time? Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas, whereas these sort of things, as we've outlined in this episode, where these these um beefs were swept under the rug or um really blanketed by um press releases that cleared mm-hmm. things up or or you know duets that squash things, uh, you know, um. Here we have an amazing, amazing uh, <laughs> record of these two ladies beefing. Like mm-hmm. it's, and now with this new lady we brought about Wanye, right? Because this was a solo song. This was a solo song first, and it was just Brandy's. And then the idea was to bring in Monica for it. So it started out as a Wanye track, but, <laughs> but then it became so much more because you know both of these ladies coming out at the same time. You know, uh, both recording artists at ten. How old was Monica? Four when she mm-hmm. recorded her first album, and um, <laughs> you know, being on the same track, and you know, teenage girls. I mean, you know, they're under the impression. You know, if somebody says, "Oh, you you shouldn't like her," <laughs> you know, she coming for your spot. She trying to do what you trying to do. You know, like, oh yeah, I don't like her. You know, so I think they fed into that. You know, because they're teens. I always felt like it was more Brandy feeding into it than Monica. Mm-hmm. Especially over the years, and especially with Brandy's mom, you know, being who she is, mm-hmm. I always felt like she was always that bug. And, and mm-hmm. Monica, mm-hmm. Yeah. you know, she may have fed into it a little bit. She got her got her hit in, and she was over. <laughs> she got a hit in, she but she had people in her ear too. But you know, you know. yeah. <laughs> she had people in her ear as well, you know, because you don't you don't molly wop somebody like that unless <laughs> backstage before you go on to sing <laughs> before, <laughs> which is crazy, crazy, crazy. But you know, we always we always say, you know, given that they had this tension, and we felt it right watching the verses too. We could, <laughs> we did. It was still very much there. It was, it was still, still there. Still- very much no. there. Brandy was being a little extra with that dang on journal. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about the journal. The journal and, you know, you know, pinpointing certain things. And we're not even mm-hmm. getting to the Whitney conversation because that, that's yeah a lot in itself. You know, but then also, like, the, yeah, but the moment we were all waiting for, right, is for them to do the duet together. And then it was like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm not really, I'm not going to sing it. You know, I'm like, well, girl, this is why you're here. Yep. <laughs> this right here. This is why your big, your biggest success is this moment right here. Um, you know, aside from two amazing careers and two amazing voices, um, you know, the success and the Grammy and the awards and the uh, the mainstream success came when they put this song out together. It did, it did, mm-hmm. and I hate that it it got the notion and that it did like. You know, he said Brandy was really upset that Monica named her album "The Boy Is Mine." But they said uh-huh. it was Clive Davis's idea for her to name, you know, for her to name it that. But she was really and it should not have been called "The Boy Is Mine." It, it should have been called "Street been Symphony." Symphony. I will stand by that. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Street Symphony. It should have been. Yeah. And I understand that they were trying, you know, build on the height of the song and things of that nature. And mm-hmm. it's a lot. It's a lot. You know, Brandy performing the song solo on Jay Leno, which was like one of the biggest night shows at the time, a prime time mm-hmm. show at the time, and doing the song solo. So that further yeah. like escalated a lot of the. Beat. Oh yeah, lots and, of yeah. lots of wood in the fire. Yeah. <laughs> lots of wood in the yeah. fire. And um, and then also, if you have Apple Music and you 
pull up the boy is mine album you will not be able to listen to the boy is mine you can't listen to it you have to listen to never say never in order to listen to the album and the whole album is named after the song how crazy is that (laughs) so yeah so it's like it's still going on it's still going on they put out the song together um it all belongs to me you know which vocally was was great but uh yeah no 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 I enjoyed it, you know, to see it all play out in the booth was so clever. And it was a different, it was a different, um, it was what a a shift it was for the um, R&B girl in the 90s, really, Mm -hmm. to um, do this kind of duet, Um, especially these princesses, you know, know, to give you this edge Uh, and to find out that they, you know, they don't get along with everybody. They don't, they don't. That's reality. They're still a little, you know. Even R and B sweetheart, <laughs> still looks a little rockiness. Yeah, man. you're not gonna show with everybody, so yeah. you know, and that's okay. Hopefully, you don't have to take it to a physical altercation, but you can just remove yourself from being around that yeah. person if you, if it's all that, you know. Mm-hmm. But some situations are tricky, right? With Latasha and Candy, where they make great money together, mm-hmm. <laughs> they do, and Candy loves some money. Oh, and clearly, the Sasha love money too. She like she like thirty thousand dollars. So I, <laughs> you just not gonna get over that. <laughs> I am so mad for Tamika. You just not gonna get over it. I will never. <laughs> long as I live, what Tony Braxton? Long as I live, I'll never get over. <laughs> some of them were petty beefs, like this some were very petty. Thing. And some of them were a little bit larger. Yeah, don't send no facts to nobody five years later. <laughs> that's that's pretty. Petty LaBelle. Very, very, <laughs> very petty. Yeah. But, uh, you know, make music interesting. And it, it does. It does. Yeah. And who knew that R&B would have the same? This is typically reserved for like hip hop. You know? We know about all the hip hop beefs. We know all about the hip hop. All of them, but the, but the R&B. R&B? R&B? No, yeah. What? Listen, we're class apps. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But we are human. We are all human. We are. We are. We are all flawed. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> this was so much fun, this by the way. <laughs> Is there any other beef, CI, that you know about that we may not I'm have sure uplifted on the show? I'm sure there's some. And we love to learn about them because this mm-hmm. was definitely an educational moment for me. Some of these, my mouth was dropped <laughs> as I was. In the library doing my research. Um, I was like, what? <laughs> so keep them coming. Uh, please, there might be something we just didn't know about mm-hmm. and that our listeners, our, your fellow listeners, may not have known about. Um, <laughs> it's so funny. I just, I just hear the fax machine in my head. Oh, not a phone call, not an email, nothing. A fax. That's old school right there. It is. It is. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, um, (laughs) before we go, I do have to, we have to celebrate and um, dedicate this episode to Tina Turner. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, the memory, the legacy, um, such a strong, strong woman. Um, who lived a full, 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 she got a story to tell. I I was watching the Tina documentary the other day and just have been enjoying seeing like clips, you know, all over, like, like she worked her butt off, danced her butt 
off and who and, and with everything that she was going through. You want to talk about the beef? That's a beef. <laughs> yeah, Ike versus Tino is the ultimate beef. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah, but just oh, I've just been playing Tina Turner all, all week long, so I had to put that out there. But just a legend, a legend, legend. We gotta hold on to our legends and celebrate them. We do. We you know? Do. Yeah. yeah. And even at age 83, life is too short. Yeah, mm-hmm. so you gotta let some mm-hmm. things go. You really do. Yeah, you do. Really do. Illness yeah. aside, I'm glad that she, you know, she finally found love and peace in her yeah. life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I feel like she knew and the way things were packaged as far as, like, yeah, making sure she got her story out there in her mm-hmm. voice. You know, she has the doll, the commemorative doll that came out last year, you know, where now little girls can play with their little Tina and find out mm-hmm. about her in that way. And, you know, of course, the movie that continues to live on is, like, the... <laughs> biopic <laughs> a lifetime, you know. BT right. is around. You as long as BT will live, it will be what's love got to do with it. You're going to see it. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, what a life, what a life. Well done. Well done. Mm-hmm. All right. So, y'all know what to do. Follow us at 90s RNB University. Uh, hit us up and let us know about the beefs that we may have left out, or if you know any other portions of the stories that we've laid we've laid out before you today mm-hmm. on the table. Because I'm sure there's more than just you didn't say hi to me in the elevator. <laughs> <laughs> I need to know. There has to be some more context. Oh, I need to story. know. I need to know. <laughs> Something really yeah, happened. Well, I saw from the video. Yeah, right. But hit hit us up. Let us know because we can't wait to hear about it. Also, you can sign up for a cultural coffee at zumbomedia.com and you'll receive some great articles from Shan and uh, Jalisa and Scenes with Sisters and myself and the rest of the Zumble uh, team where we will educate you on 90s music, fashion, sports, lifestyle, culture, the whole gamut in five minutes or less, everybody. So um, this was so much fun and I can't wait for the next one. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you, Shan. Thank you for always being uh, my ride or die and willing to go on this messy journey, messy journey (laughs) of gossip with me. <laughs> but we don't cut out y'all and we will see you the next time at 90s RB University. Mm-hmm. Uh, as always, I'm your Professor B. And I'm Shan, your first lady. And we love you, love you, love you we for love listening. You guys. Hey. Bye.